0: Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815, 863-285-3815.
1: It's been more than 15 years since the Great Recession, and even though our economy has recovered, in some ways, baby boomers are still feeling the impact. We'll tell you more in just a moment. We're so glad you're here with us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. We have a great show lined up today, going to be talking about, I I guess, revisiting the the 2008 (laughs) Financial crisis, what that great recession did to our baby boomers' retirement accounts. Uh, got a lot to get into there, Philip. I hope you're doing great today.
2: I am doing well, you know, well-fed, and um, after, <laughs> after you know, big Thanksgiving week, last the week before. And so now, look, countdown to Christmas, right?
1: Yeah, it absolutely is, and and I I've said it before on this show. Time is just in warp speed right now. It's just it's just flying by. We're gonna be you know talking about getting ready for Easter and everything else, but before you know it, it just goes by so fast. Uh, but and Philip, even when I say you know thinking back to two thousand eight. Does it feel like it was more than 15 years ago when we went through that whole financial meltdown and, and heading into the Great Recession?
2: It really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it does seem like it's it starting to seem like it's a longer, longer time ago, but it still was a major, major blip yeah. on our radar screen that you just can't get out of your head.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I know being somebody who, you know, my in a previous life I was in, news I've done some PR in in the the political world because of the nature of the the type of work I've always done I've always been paying closer attention to those headlines than maybe the normal person but in some ways it feels like it was a million years ago and in some ways it feels like it was 5 years ago <laughs> it's always yeah. it's always so odd but here's why I want to talk about it today Philip the center for retirement research at Boston College has a study that's continuing to examine the impact of the Great Recession. And so you look at people who were born in the early 60s, when they reached their 50s, which was about how old they were when all this went down in 2008, they had an average of $280,000 saved for retirement. And that's a little less than what their older counterparts had saved by that age and the great recession is part of this it's it's why they are younger baby boomers are a little bit behind some of their their older counterparts it's because they had such a big hit to their retirement savings back in 2008
2: and let's not forget that we kind of had two back-to-back situations right because we we didn't just have 2008 i mean that was a long contracted Drawn out recession, and, and and maybe we probably didn't really have a recession in in two thousand, but but the market sure as heck dropped, oh, yeah, yeah, significantly for folks. And so the the thing was is 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 if they were invested in two thousand, they rode that thing down, and and then it took them probably five to seven years to get back to even. Mm-hmm. Depend upon how they've invested. And then all of a sudden, bam, 2008. Yep. And they get slapped again. Uh, and they really hadn't made any money from 2000 yet. Right. <laughs> and so, and typically you ride that down and it's another four to this time, probably eight years before people got back to even if they followed through and just kept doing what they were doing. Yeah. So that's a lot of downtime because they had to recover from those bear markets. And so that's what's put them so far behind. And, and we, you know, we've told stories a lot of times on here that people thought they were going to retire and then they looked at their 401k and found out it was half of what they were Mm. thought they would have. And they actually ended up working more years until they could recover some Mm. and they could actually afford to retire.
1: Right, right. And then talk a little bit about, Philip, I think there's a lesson here in compounding also, because if if everything had just been normal and they were able to continue contributing at a normal rate, even if there had been some losses, you know, being able to continue to contribute that would have made a huge difference but some people because of what was going on with the economy it wasn't just that they their accounts took a hit then they may not have been able to contribute as much as they were before and i think there's a lesson there in compounding for the the long-term impacts when you have to pull back on what you're able to to save for retirement
2: losses hurt more than gains Mm, help yep and and people don't really understand that i know it's counterintuitive but but it's it's true if you think about it, if the market goes down by 50%, which is an extreme case, but if it went down 50%, it, it takes a 100% return just to get back to even. And so you, you think about that, and th- that just shows you that if I didn't lose as much money, I wouldn't have to make as much on the upside to, to be ahead. Yep. And we preach that a lot to our clients that, It's not taking those losses or or limiting those losses that are going to help you actually gain in the long run. Give us a call at 863-285-3815 to get scheduled for your core retirement analysis. Again, that number is 863-285-3815.
1: Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I am Jen Rizak. alongside. I think there are just so many good, Lessons here for people to be mindful of when it comes to uh, what's going on with the economy. What what how could this potentially play out for us when we think about those long term impacts in the future, Philip? When when it comes to what what it is that we've saved for retirement, how do you help people analyze what they've saved so they can figure out the next steps? And and how do we start thinking about taking that savings and turning it into our actual income in retirement?
2: And that's a good question, Jim. because because I think a lot of times people, people ask the wrong question. Mm-hmm. And we've talked to that, about that before on the show is people want to know, do I have enough saved up for retirement? Sure. And that's really not the right question. The question needs to be, how much am I going to spend in retirement? Mm-hmm. And am I spending enough or not enough to get through based on what I have saved right now? So What do I need based on the amount of money I want to spend? That's what's going to determine how much money we need when we retire. It's not the other way around. It's not, well, here's how much I have. How much income can I get? Well, that's backwards. How much income do you need? And let's see if based on the numbers, if you've got enough there. If not, then maybe we need to make a few adjustments um, to get you to where you need to be from from that standpoint.
1: This isn't really a one size fits all type of thing where there's always the same solution, no matter what the problem is that people have. We got to explore all the different options. And that's really an important part of your process, also.
2: It, It really is. You know, like I said, when we look at our core retirement design, we look at first, you know, making sure that people have the right amount of risk in their portfolio, that it matches up with the amount of risk they should have based on their circumstances completely. Um, then we want to look at tax implications. And then lastly, we want to look at that income plan and make sure that what they have is going to last them um, throughout their lifetime. And that's really the whole thing is is that you know, having that conversation about, you know, it's not what you make, it's what you keep in your account. So, you know, preventing those losses and and looking at how much do we have, in risk buckets or growth buckets? And how much do we have in preservation buckets? Buckets that aren't gonna lose money no matter what happens mm-hmm. in the marketplace. And so we have the buckets, right? We have the principle of preservation, we have the growth. We need to make sure that we have diversification between those two buckets. A lot of times I see people, they have everything in one bucket that goes up and down. That's not what we want heading into retirement. We need to diversify to principal preservation, and growth. That's the key as we head into retirement. And that's exactly why we developed the core retirement design, to put all those pieces together and to make sure they're working together to create the income we're going to need. To schedule your core retirement analysis, give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Let's you and I have a conversation to make sure you're on the track you need to be for the retirement you always dreamed of. That number one more time, 863-285-3815.
1: This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. We've got some more insights coming up on the other side of the break. Stay with us in times of volatility the only wrong move is not making one call philip and the team at stadler financial services today and find out where you currently stand with your portfolio 863-285-3815 that's 863-285-3815
0: remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought whoa what happened here Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show.
1: Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. StatlerFinancial.com is the website if you'd like to learn a little bit more about Philip and the team. And think about your life over the last 20 years or so. There's probably been a lot of things that have happened that you didn't see coming. Maybe some unexpected blessings. Maybe some obstacles to overcome. Either way, there were some big unknowns that you had to face, and it's really easy, Philip, looking back, they say hindsight's twenty twenty, right? It's it's so easy to exactly. look, yeah. look back on these things. But the reality is this will happen for us in the future, right, we'll still continue to have things that, that sneak up on us, again, unexpected blessings, maybe, you know, marriages of your kids or, or even marriages of your grandkids and great-grandchildren, so many changes will happen what would you say are some of the big unknowns we should try to get our arms around for retirement?
2: Well, I think there's just a couple that, that are important. One is, is that, you know, we don't know how long we're going to live. Yes. So longevity is a big deal. I mean, we're not promised tomorrow. Right. Um, you know, I, I've, I've lost friends that were in their mid fifties. I've lost friends that were in their eighties, you know, so yeah. we don't know how long we're going to live. And so that longevity thing could be a big deal. You know, yep. because we don't want to outlive our money, obviously. Yep. Um, another unknown is kind of healthcare cost. I, I actually looked at a reading article a little bit uh, this week and talking about health care mm-hmm. and how it could be one of the things that inf- never really gets tamed from inflation, that wow. it's going to continue to rise year over year. Yep. Performance of the market over time can be, uh, uh, you know, something that we have to be, cognizant of and make sure that we're aware that it doesn't always go up Mm -hmm. and that we need to be prepared for those down years. And the last one is taxes, not just taxes today, but taxes in the future. Uh, That's a big deal. And I don't think people have paid enough attention to it. And it's an area that we've really started to focus on, Jim, because We only have a couple of years before they go back to the higher tax brackets right. we had before Trump.
1: Right. All right. So some really big unknowns there. What What I want to do is kind of unpack these one at a time. And, and I'll just go back up to the start of the list. You started off mentioning longevity here as one of these big unknowns. So clearly – this is an unknown for everybody. We we just do not know how long we'll live in retirement. So walk us through financially, what do we need to do to deal with this risk? The fact that we'll never know exactly how long our retirement's going to last.
2: Well, that's right. We we don't because we're not promised tomorrow. Yep. We don't know how long we're going to live. I mean, we can take an educated guess, right, based on our parents and our grandparents um, but that's still no guarantee because accidents happen, right? Yes. Um, so so I think that when we talk about long- longevity, to, for us, we start with really spending. And, and that longevity factor really comes into play when we look at our income planning. Okay. Yeah. You know, and so we want to make sure that the income we're taking off is not going to deplete our assets to the point that it's not going to last. I mean, my plans now Uh, we'll easily go out to age 95 or age 100. Wow. Um, If it's age 95, I want to make sure there's still substantial money left. Yep. Uh, You know, I may stop it at 95, but there's a bucket still there that'll last another five years if they needed to. Mm -hmm. So, so we want to make sure that, that, and, and I get pushback from that, Jen, people, I'm not going to live that long. Wow. You don't know. (laughs) Nobody knows how long they're going to live. Right. And so we've got to plan for, the nth degree if what happens if you do do you want to yeah. get caught short <laughs> yeah that's not good yeah so so we always plan out to 100 and and that wow really that income plan really provides that roadmap
1: what, what are some of the tools that you might look to it to help make sure the income will last if we do end up living a long time i mean it's one thing to understand this could be the situation but what are some of the tools we might use to help us deal with this
2: so a couple of things we'll use. We'll use um some index annuities.
1: Okay.
2: Now a lot of people they their ears will go up and say, oh no, I don't want one yep. of those. Well, <laughs> they get a lot of bad press, right? They do. Uh, annuities can work to your advantage. Index annuities specifically because one, their their principles guarantee, it's not gonna go down in right. value. Right? Uh, and so obviously as long as the, the you know it's based on the insurance company's financial situation, it's not government guaranteed or anything, but But still, typically, life insurance companies are pretty sound and stable companies. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've got that protection there. Their gains are based on whatever some indexes do. So they lock in. So we've got some advantages there Mm -hmm. on the upside. Um, And so the other part, though, is we need to have some stock market exposure uh, because that's where we're going to get some growth, some really good growth over time. And we're going to get um, some protection, hopefully, from inflation over time. Um, but you need both. And that allocation between what needs to be in the stock market and what needs to be protected is based, comes down to really that core retirement analysis and how much risk you should have in your whole portfolio based on you specifically, not somebody else. And so, Again, that's why we do our retirement, our, our core retirement analysis, mm-hmm. is to get to that point and help you design that retirement you always dreamed of. Look, it's a 30 minute phone call to make sure that you're on the right path, answer the questions you have for your retirement, and to see if we can be of any help. Give us a call at 863-285-3815, that's 863 285 3815.
1: Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I am Jen Rizak. As we talk a little bit about some of these big unknowns that we need to be prepared to face in retirement, healthcare costs. Fidelity estimates the average couple retiring today will spend well over three hundred thousand dollars on healthcare costs and retirement, and those numbers can seem overwhelming. And they don't even include long term care. So, h- how do we talk a little bit about that one? And how do you help people address that particular issue uh, for for their retirement?
2: So, I'm going to be the pundit in this one because <laughs> this one's the one I don't like. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I I never have liked the way Fidelity does this. I okay. think it's a scare tactic. That's all right. I mean, I think, yeah, maybe if you live to a hundred, you know, you'd hit that number and there will be some people that hit that number. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah. Um, well, and any time uh, you add up a number over 30 years, it's, it's going to be- It's a big, a big number.
2: number. Yeah. Right? For and sure. so, and, and I know it's taking into consideration several things, right? It's looking at your Medicare Part B premium, it's looking at your Medicare supplement insurance, and then it's looking at your out-of-pocket expenses plus your prescription coverage. And prescription is probably the big unknown because mm-hmm. that is in a state of flux all the okay. time. Right. The bottom line though, is that healthcare costs are going to go up, healthcare insurance is going to go up, your Medicare supplement is going to go up, Medicare Part B is going to go up. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that what this drives home to me is that in your planning, you need to plan for healthcare to be a bigger and bigger part of your budget. Okay. Which then comes back to income planning, right? It, it, it bring it back to the to where we started with income planning, because that's where we really kind of take into consideration how we plan for that, mm-hmm. building up, you know, increases for inflation, and that medical cost is part of your inflationary buildup that that we need to make sure gets put into that planning process.
1: And, you know, at the, the other end of it, though, the other side of it, I guess you could end up being really, really healthy and you have smaller medical bills, just a longer period of time. You could get sick and have big expenses, but a shorter lifespan. I think this is where people just get kind of overwhelmed. It, we just don't know which way it's going to go. You, you need to kind of be ready for both <laughs> both of these types of scenarios.
2: That's right. You do. And that's again, I think we would we, we default back to having that income plan in place. Mm-hmm. Because the one thing we want to make sure of is in either scenario, we don't want to run out of money.
1: Yeah, right. And
2: that income plan really provides that assurance that we've got enough to get there.
1: How, how do you talk to people about long-term care? Because, you know, I, I know I cited that number earlier and I, I I really, I appreciate your point about how we don't want to be, you know, fear-mongering and using some of these scare tactics. But Long-term care expenses can really be high. I mean, how, how do we factor that in or, or work around that as a, a possible scenario?
2: Yeah, you know, long-term care is one of those things nobody wants to talk about. Right. Um, but it's one of those things you have to broach the subject um, because people need to know what are they going to do because because the likelihood is that one of them will end up maybe not in a nursing home, nursing home, but in an assisted living,
1: yeah, needing right. So, right. so
2: if you take both of those scenarios, and and to me, I look at those a little bit differently because assisted living, a lot of folks can can self pay that if mm-hmm. they plan properly. Okay. Um, nursing home, not so much.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but there are things you can do. I mean, other than just self insuring, which is a you know that's, that's an option. Um, the other thing you can do is is you can go buy help buy long-term care insurance now that's expensive yeah but you can do it and there's a third alternative that a lot of folks don't really realize and that's through life insurance life insurance a lot of several life insurance companies um, that I know of have what they call long-term care riders so part of your death benefit can actually go to help pay long-term care expenses mm-hmm and that way, to me, that's kind of the best of both worlds because yeah. it's there if you need it. But guess what? If you don't, you may not get it, but your beneficiaries will get
1: it. Okay.
2: So, so it's still part of your estate. Somebody's going to inherit that money one way or another uh, when, it, when it comes to those things. And so, again, these are all things that we look at when we talk about our core retirement design. And it, it's a 30-minute phone call, Jen. It doesn't take all day, not even an hour of your time, but it's 30 minutes to make sure that you've got all your bases covered. Answer your questions that you may have that, that are just nagging at you. And to see if there's any way that that we can be of help um, to provide you any information you may need. It's simple, it's easy. Give us a call at 863 863- That's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement analysis.
1: That number again, 863-285-3815. Talking today about some of the big unknowns for retirement and it is truly impossible to predict whether the markets will be up, down or, or sideways when we get to retirement. How can your plan handle all the variables? We'll get into that on the other side of the break stay with us. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. We'll be back. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815.
0: You can't see it, but you sure can feel it. The economy is struggling right now. Do you know how it might affect your retirement? Some retirement plans take into account economic downturns, stock market dips, interest rate fluctuations. Does yours take charge of your retirement by calling Philip Statler at 863-285-3815. Philip and his team at Statler Financial have been helping families prepare for retirement for over 20 years. They will help address the current economic situation and help you create a retirement plan designed to give you the confidence to move forward. Opportunities can exist regardless of economic conditions. Call the team, Philip Stadler with Stadler Financial at 863-285-3815 and find out ways you can prepare now for your retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Call them now. Schedule a visit. Let's get started firm offers insurance services advisory services are offered through statler financial services inc a registered investment advisory firm in the state of florida investing involves risk including the potential loss of principal welcome back to the statler financial radio show with philip statler and co-host jen rezak
1: Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. I am Jen Rizak Alongside today, we are exploring some of the big unknowns to try to prepare for as we are thinking about and approaching retirement and just our, our own life experiences. You look back at your own life over the last 20 years or so, obviously... There have been things that have happened during that time that you just didn't see coming. And the reality is this will happen again as you get into retirement. There will be things that you just didn't see coming. The challenge is to try to prepare for these things as best as you can. And, Philip, we've talked a little bit about, you know, we, we don't know how long we'll live in retirement. That obviously poses a challenge for us. Also, we don't really know what exactly the status of our own personal health will be throughout our entire retirement. So a couple of big challenging things to try to plan for and prepare for. It's also impossible to predict what's going to be happening with the markets when we get to retirement. They could be up, they could be down, they could be all over the place. That's one of the biggest unknowns for all of us. Can you build a plan for good markets, bad markets, and everything in between?
2: That's a good question, and it can be difficult sometimes to do that, right? Yeah. Um, but but that's where when we when we figure out somebody's risk number, then that allows us to kind of build that portfolio, that does help us do both, preserve in the down markets, grow in the up markets, um, and so that we overall can can stop the losses and hopefully increase the the income. Um, as the market progress. but but it's a, you know, it's a split deal. You got to put some in the market. Some has to be protected, and and you move forward from that from that starting point.
1: What can we do to help reduce our market risk? How how do you talk to people about trying to stay on top of that and maybe considering some changes?
2: Well, when we sometimes it's hard to get people to make changes because they're used to doing what they've been doing for so long. Oh yeah that's what they know. Um, but but I try to explain that anything that's in the market, whether that's the stock market, the bond market, the commodities market, you know the futures market, any of those markets, they don't just go up. they go down. As a matter of fact if you think about it, the last couple of years the bond market has has fallen yeah it's struggled yeah yeah it's really struggled. Um, and, and so that's why I, I look at bonds and say, yeah, they're less risky, but they're not safe.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, you know they don't
2: they don't protect your principal, um, and unless caveat, unless you hold them all the way until they mature, right? Then sure. you get your money back. But but that that can be fifty years sometimes.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and so we have to plan for up and down markets, but by reducing our risk, I mean we look at the rule of one hundred. And that's kind of a starting point for us, which says you take 100 minus your age. So if you're 65, then 35% is what you should have at risk in the market. Mm -hmm. Now, that's Mm -hmm. not a hard and fast rule, but for me, it should be 10% 10 either way. So that means it should be somewhere between 25 and 45. Okay. Okay. Maybe 50. Right, and so so how, people say, well, what do you do with the other part? Well, mm-hmm. that's where we look at the principal protected side of thing and the index annuity to make sure that we're in something that has the opportunity to to make some income and help keep up with inflation, but yet won't take the losses that the stock market can produce. Um, and when we mirror those two things together, marry those two things together, then then we've got a portfolio that reduces risk and still has the potential to keep up with inflation.
1: I think at the end of the day, it's it's always a good thing to talk about putting together a plan because we make emotional decisions when we don't have a plan. That That's when we're kind of scrambling to react. Talk about how having a plan can help us avoid emotional decisions when things get rocky with the economy and with the stock market. I think, I think that's really the big issue for people trying to prepare for retirement is getting that plan in place.
2: Yeah, and the emotional decisions come, you're right, not when good times are happening, right? When the market's going up, people don't care, right? As long as their account's going up, they're invested. They're happy. They're. It's when things go the other direction, right? When, when the markets start to decline or the economy starts to get bad, you know, what do you do? And that's where having that retirement income plan in place that you can pull out once or twice a year and say, look, you know, we're either right on track or, you know, we're off a little bit, but it's not affecting your income. You know, the, as long as your income is still meeting your needs, we have time for everything else to take care of itself because because where we're taking our income from is not being dramatically affected by the stock market return. So, so I think that that in itself helps kind of preserve our accounts moving forward. And that all comes down to that income plan. And that's part of our core retirement design. And I got to emphasize again that, you know, 30 minutes, you can ask us whatever questions you have. We'll answer them. We'll make sure you're on the right path for that retirement you always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815 to schedule your core retirement analysis.
1: Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And today we are outlining some of the big unknowns that it's important for us to prepare for as we get closer to retirement. And Philip, we also don't really know what what tax policy will be in place when we get to retirement. So Let's talk about how we can plan around this. How What can we be doing now to start to plan for potentially higher taxes or, or just different tax policy in the future?
2: Well, the first thing I would say is if you are retired and you are paying no taxes then and you have an IRA, then you have a planning opportunity. You okay. could do some major planning um, to to get some money out of a taxable bucket into a tax-free bucket. Um, uh, because we know taxes are the lowest that we're probably ever going to see and, and I was at a conference recently and they showed this graph of tax rates mm-hmm. the average tax rates for everyday people not the wealthy people everyday middle class people and do you know Jen that that tax bracket was double the tax bracket today 20% really Wow. Was the was the average tax bracket, the lowest tax bracket people were in on average. Right now, people are probably in the 10, 12% tax bracket. It could easily go up. I mean, we know it goes up in, in two years mm-hmm. to most of us being a 15, 20% tax bracket. So it's a planning opportunity that people need to take advantage of now before rates start to go
0: up.
1: I like that word opportunity. I think it's important to look at things like that rather than just kind of wringing our hands and, and fretting. There is a, a window of opportunity, I think you could say, to make changes that could help you keep your taxes lower in retirement. Is that how you would describe that?
2: Absolutely. And, and I'll say it's not for everybody. Sure. Right. It's not for everybody because some people may be in a high enough tax bracket that it just doesn't make sense. Or you're not in the state of Florida, you're in another state, and now you gotta pay the governor his share. Mm-hmm. And so that even jacks up your, you know, your yeah, tax bracket you even, even higher. Yeah. And so maybe it doesn't make sense, but you don't know that until you run the numbers. And again, that's part of our, our core retirement analysis is to run those numbers to say, what would a Roth conversion plan look like for? You? Um, and, and so that's one of the things that I think that we look at now, remember when you do a Roth conversion, it's going to take that money that you convert from your IRA to the Roth IRA and it becomes a taxable event.
1: Yeah. It triggers taxes. Right.
2: So let's just say, um, a client the other day, we took uh, $40,000 out of his IRA and converted to a Roth. Now we're going to go ahead and pay some tax on that so that he doesn't get hit then. He's going to end up with, you know, about thirty six. I'm sorry, about thirty two thousand dollars in his Roth IRA. Mm -hmm. But he's going to have to pay tax on that money, the whole forty thousand this year. Wow! But guess what? It's going to grow tax free from this day forward. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need it. It's going to go to his kids, who are going to be in a higher tax bracket than he is. And they're going to inherit it tax-free. Yep, that's the beauty of it. If it makes sense for you, it's something you need to be taking advantage of.
1: Yeah, definitely one of those opportunities that we want to be learning about. Um, You know, and if we haven't planned for some of these big unknowns, or or maybe um, we we haven't really thought through some of the different impacts, or, or, or learned about some of these strategies that you were just talking about with taxes. What advice do you have if if we're just kind of thinking, oh, man, there, there are so many of these issues that I just I just don't really know if I'm ready for them.
2: So here's what I hear a lot. My financial advisor said he can't really talk to me about taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's a problem because the two go hand in hand. If you're sitting with an IRA, a 401k, you've got tax issues and you need somebody that can help you navigate and look at the options that may be available. And at Stellar Financial, that's what we do. We look at the whole picture, not just your finances, not just the taxes. We want to look at those things put together and make sure that, that we have a plan to address and take care of, and hopefully put you in the best situation for your retirement from a tax standpoint, from an income standpoint, all of those related areas. And so that's what we do through our core retirement design. Help you design that retirement you always dreamed of. And it's a 30 minute phone call away, 863 285 3815. That's 863 285 3815. I look forward to your call.
1: This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. That number again is 863 285 3815. More insights from Philip are coming up next. Stay with us.
0: Do you have a retirement plan but would like a second opinion? Call Philip Statler today, 863-285-3815, Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak.
1: Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak. happy to be here with Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services here in Sebring. He is the inaugural Highlander Award winner for Financial Representative of the Year. And Philip gets questions each and every week about all things retirement. So we're going to open up our mailbag. We're going to go over some common retirement questions. We have a really good collection of questions. We figure um, you probably have some pretty similar questions as well. So hopefully you learn a little something from these folks who have some of these questions. And uh, Philip, let's get into it. First question comes from Gary, who is from Wachula, who's been looking forward to retirement for years, but now that he's less than two years away from his target retirement date, He's starting to panic a little bit. <laughs> and Gary wants to know if this is normal. Do other people get cold feet about retirement? How do I shake this off so I can enjoy myself?
2: Boy, oh, is that the way? Yeah, Gary, that's, <laughs> uh, it's not unusual uh, to have that happen. I mean, I get yeah. people that, uh, you know, the closer they get, the more real it becomes, the uh, the more nervous they get. And um we have to just sit down and reassure them that that's why we have a plan in place that's why we've done the planning you know we've done the hard work to make sure that that everything's gonna you know plan the way that we we've got it put in the plan and uh and so you know that's that's what it is now i'll just tell you that i i have some folks that you know as the closer they get because they didn't actually write it down they they do keep pushing it back a little bit and and finally, though, they something happens and they say, OK, this is it. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. And and they get that relief once they make that decision to, OK, this is my last day and, and move forward because because they have a plan in place. So they know where their income's coming from and how that's going to flow. Mm-hmm. The, the other case, just for example, I have a, a couple of clients that, you know, we put together the plan. And they've come in and said, you know what? I'm not gonna make it to that date. I'm retiring. <laughs> we're day. done. We're out of here. We're done. And and that's why we have a plan because that plan takes those things into consideration and we know, hey, if we decide to retire a little early, this is what we're gonna do. Plop that plan into place and, and we're ready to go.
1: Well, and I get cold feet. I get nervous. I mean, even when we're going on a vacation, right before I get on the plane, I'm thinking, I don't want to do this. Why am I even messing with this? I don't even know if I planned it well enough. And then I have a great time when I go. I mean, I think we get cold feet so many times with so many little things. So, of course, with something as big as your retirement, I mean, well, I, I can't take a vacation without wanting to back out. At yeah, the
2: last I mean, it's change, right? right? We don't like change. And so that's a change in, in our whole situation. So that, that's obviously yeah. You got to
1: Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Great question, though, Gary. We appreciate you sending that in. Uh, next up is Patrick from Lake Placid, who has some friends who are struggling. This other couple that they know, the husband was in a debilitating car wreck and they were not prepared to live on the wife's paycheck. They still don't know if this friend is going to recover enough to work again, but this has Patrick and his wife wanting to make sure that they would be okay if something similar happens to one of them. Uh, they just want to know how do they make sure where do they get started
2: so a couple things i would say there because that's um there's a lot in that question um i I think you start with preparing a net worth statement for yourself right now and determining you know how much do you have on the liability side and then let's look at the income where's the income coming from um and this is a case where um, we don't think about it and we probably don't talk about it much on the show at all really is disability insurance. Yeah. You know, okay. this is where things like like having a disability can can pay off. Um and kind of like long-term care insurance. We don't want to think about it, but it's out there. It's something we need to be planning for. And this is this is no different. We we need to have a plan in place. You know, whether that's having enough assets to to survive um, and how do I look at it? I look at it this way. We build our plans so that we could cut off one person's income and say, okay, how would that work? What would happen? What ifs, yeah. right? We can walk through some of those scenarios and determine, you know, what's going to happen? You know, <laughs> what are we going to have to do to, to make sure that we could survive? And and, and that's just part of the process.
1: Right, and and those are those are tough things to think about. Um, but the reality is, Philip, none of us is promised tomorrow. And I think we all know someone, or we've experienced ourselves, where everything changes in the blink of an eye. One phone call, and everything that you thought you had planned is different. And and we just have to face that fact, which isn't a lot of fun sometimes, but gosh, how much better is it to have the money side taken care of if you do have one of these catastrophic incidents, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, not just that, but, but I mean, you have a spouse that passes away. Yeah. You know, that's that's so, um, that changes the dynamic totally. And and what do we do? How do we do that? That's why we build out our, our plan so that we can do what ifs. Okay, mm-hmm. what if? John dies in year five of retirement. What's yeah. going to happen? Um, and I think that that's important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. And it, it's important to work with somebody who understands what all those different what-if scenarios are. It, I mean, you've seen enough of this over the years, Philip, to know some of those things to kind of stress test for and some of those what-ifs that can happen, because it's hard for those of us who don't do this every day to even think about all the different things that could happen. But, um, And you can't predict it, certainly, but you've seen a lot <laughs>
2: over yeah, the years. Yeah, you know, people retire. They, they, they uh, you know, figure, hey, I'm going to have both people's Social Security. We'll have this little pension. We'll take our yeah. RMDs will be fine and then you know Doesn't one of the spouses passes way. away and now oops yeah you know part of our social security is gone now what do we do
1: yeah exactly and you're figuring out the money side into the plan right exactly um, great question there, Patrick, 863-285-3815 is how you can reach Philip Statler. If you'd like to have a conversation with him about some of your specific questions, of course, when we go through these here on the show, uh, there's, a, there's still a lot that's missing from each of these, uh, personal situations. So Philip can't get super specific with the answers that he has, but to get those specific answers to what's going on with you and your situation, 863 863- 285 Two eight five thirty eight fifteen is the way you can do that today. Get him on the phone. Um, let's go to another one. Brett from right here in Sebring says his father-in-law keeps giving some financial advice. He's very well-meaning, but it is driving Brett crazy. Does it make sense to get a second opinion so we can assure him that we have a solid financial plan? Is a good reason to get a second opinion, Philip? <laughs> hey,
2: yeah. There's a lot of good reasons to get a second opinion. That's obviously one of them. Good to, to say, Hey, look, I have a plan. But the other thing is, is, do you really have a plan, right? Is it a written financial plan? You know, if you're that age where you're not even close to retirement yet, do I have a financial plan that says, okay, here's what I'm doing, you know, to get to where I need to be at retirement? And if you don't have one of those, well, then, you know, maybe, maybe he's pointing you in the right direction to make sure, Hey, look, do you have a plan? Because that's going to be the difference. And so I just, I would just say, you know, have a plan in place. Um, No matter what age you are, a plan is important, but if you're getting close to retirement, then it becomes even that much more important to have the plan that makes sure that you are going to have enough income to live off of when you finally decide to retire. And I think if you've got a plan in place and and you can say, hey, look, I've got it taken care of. Here's here's the plan. Uh, I would I would hope that that would help.
1: And I think you bring up a great point there as well, uh, where, you know, Brett is saying we do have a plan, but... Uh, There could be a few things missing that maybe he doesn't even recognize. So um, never hurts to get that second opinion and just make sure that you've done enough because you only get one shot at this whole retirement thing.
2: That's right. There's no do-overs in retirement, folks. Uh, I I wish I could say there was, but there's not. And if you mess up and all of a sudden your account is half of what it was when you started,
1: Mm.
2: it's going to drastically affect.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Let's do one more. Beth, also here in Sebring, Beth's oldest daughter is looking at some college loans, and she has asked about uh, co-signing, would like mom and dad to co-sign. What are some things to consider before Beth signs on the dotted line?
2: Yeah, I have a lot of caution to kind of throw out there for this this question, Mm -hmm. Jen, as I look at that. Beth, don't just think twice, think three or four times before doing that. I, I unfortunately have some real life uh, of, uh, experience with this issue. Um, I've had grandchildren that had grandparents co sign on loans, uh, student loans, and they got, you know, the degree they were seeking at a private school, which was astronomically expensive. Well, you know, uh, she wasn't going to make thirty or $40,000 a year. And when she graduated, she had $150,000 in student loans. Mm. Um, you know, so things like that are concerning to me. So number one, I would never, ever recommend co-signing on a student loan. Um, you know, there's other avenues out there. I mean, it's just, you get to a point and you have to look out for your retirement and and don't get me wrong. I understand it's your kid. Hmm. You know, we want to get him through college, but a lot of times I see uh, kids that that they they they're going to a school that's expensive. They don't know what they want to do, um, Taking or that what meandering they
1: want to... route to their major, yeah.
2: <laughs> or or they, or they pick a job uh, that that isn't going to make thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Um. And so it reminds me of an article I read not too long ago uh, about Columbia University. You know that high priced school. Kids are graduating there with music degrees and. Um, social service degrees with $200,000 of mm, student loan debt. Gosh. And, and the most they're ever going to make in the jobs they've chosen is $50,000 a year. Gosh, how, um,
1: how do you do that?
2: Ugh. You wow. can't. You know, it's just problematic. That's a whole other issue that hmm. uh, we're dealing with in our country. Bottom line is, is that you've got to stay true to your goals of, of getting to retirement and... Not to say that they would default, but statistically speaking in today's world, um, student loans are just a problem and you don't want your assets hanging on the line for that student loan debt. So I would just caution you to stay away from that um, and focus on your retirement. That's what's going to be important to you down the road. Folks, listen, there's a lot of questions that we can answer. There's a lot of things that go into planning for your retirement, but it really truly starts with risk. Knowing the risk you have in your portfolio, knowing the risk to your income that you might have out there. It's all about risk and making sure that you don't have too much as you head into retirement. Let me help answer those questions for you. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863 863- 285 285-3815. Give us a call, schedule your financial x-ray, and let us stress test your current portfolio. 863-285-3815.
1: You've been listening to the Statler Financial Radio Show. That's all the time we have for this week. Be sure to tune in again next week for more insights from Philip. I'm Jen Rizak. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great week
0: investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement. You can't see it, but you sure can feel it. The economy is struggling right now. Do you know how it might affect your retirement? Some retirement plans take into account economic downturns, stock market dips, interest rate fluctuations. Does yours Take charge of your retirement by calling Philip Statler at 863 285 3815. Philip and his team at Statler Financial have been helping families prepare for retirement for over 20 years. They will help address the current economic situation and help you create a retirement plan designed to give you the confidence to move forward. Opportunities can exist regardless of economic conditions. Call the team, Philip Stadler with Stadler Financial at 863-285-3815 and find out ways you can prepare now for your retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Call them now. Schedule a visit. Let's get started. Firm offers insurance services. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal.